0: Into your life from this Now, with, without further ado Let's get into this podcast And enjoy Hi, and welcome to the Politics Podcast In this podcast, I'm reunited with my good friends Joshua Medland, Lewis Mistledine, Lee O'Rourke, and Thomas Cheshire in this podcast, I reunite my friends from Nottingham, and we all touch base, and we talk about our current situations. We also talked about the kind of COVID situation, uh, politics, motivation, mindset, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in. Time. Find out how to, how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Positivity, 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 Passivity positivity, Passivity positivity, 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 positivity. Tune in. All right, guys, it's, um, it's great to have you all on the podcast. I've got Liam, Tom Cheshire, Joshua Medland, and uh, Lewis Misseldean. So it's great to have you all on today. It's great to be here. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I just thought, you know, kind of start off by, you know, talking about kind of the current situation that we're all in, you know, like in COVID and how things are going with you guys. Um, does anyone want to start?
1: That's great. I'll start yeah is that yeah. right yeah so yeah, yeah. the guy speaking is joshua medland so just uh, a summary because i know lockdown is all affected us differently and it's essentially in this situation that we're currently in it's dependent how you act to a reactive situation so for instance obviously as we know england is currently in the midst of a pandemic we're essentially in lockdown not allowed to go out unless for essential reasons which is tremendously dry and gives you ridiculous blue balls in the process but hey so um my current situation is that i'm intending to hopefully get a house uh, within the next year however that's been put on hold due to um the unfortunate redundancy out of work obviously me and my girlfriend are living separately hence uh, blue balls but Um, I believe it's an excellent opportunity to essentially infer and look inwards and then progress your skills elsewhere. I know with Adam, for instance, he's um, essentially started this podcast and he's doing his networking on that front. And also with that, he's um, increasing his media skills and editing skills and he's been uh, learning for all of us with myself, um, doing my artwork, um, collecting records like a madman because I can't go out and um, also for some reason i've endeavoured into poetry and um and yeah and um like i said artwork so that's basically just the overview of lockdown for me does anyone else want to take over and give themselves a brief
0: introduction people want to talk just raise your hand on the uh, chat thing or just kind of just be ready to go
1: Christ, it's like the PE room selection. Come on, someone step <laughs>
0: forward. <laughs> Chesh, Chess, you wanna say? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was
2: I was waiting on someone else to thingy, but yeah, that's fine. Uh so yeah, uh my name's Tom. Uh I've been working from home for the past few months, recently changed job. Uh lockdown has and hasn't really affected me. My life hasn't changed much in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. Um I'm one of the very fortunate people who still has a job and is in work. And obviously it's a big thing at the moment where people aren't really finding the work or being made redundant. So in that respect, I do feel extremely, extremely fortunate. Um, still connecting with friends over social media, um, PlayStation, now and then or what have you. Um, but yeah. Yeah, just coming on podcasts occasionally with Adam and the guys, and it's great to see everyone in the podcast again. I know we did a group podcast in the first lockdown, but we haven't done another one since. Um, so it's, it's been really, really good to have everyone on.
0: Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think it's been it's been good to you know have a number of podcasts again as well. Um, Liam, do you want to share
3: anything? Yeah, i will just uh, echo what Tom was saying. It's um. It's been a long time since we've all actually got together and actually had a group chat, so which is really good and really good to obviously everybody. Uh, lockdown for me um, is similar into the same as Josh's situation. Obviously, I've been made redundant as well, so my efforts at the minute will be looking towards getting a new job, uh, preferably not in the energy sector because I've that I've had enough of that personally. If I'm perfectly honest, um, but other than that. Uh, just the downfall of not actually just being, a, being able to see your family, which is a bit of a ball bust. But what can you do? But mm. everything, everything else is fine. Gaming is keeping me going. Um, just keeping my head in the game and just, well, making the most of a bit of free time before looking for a new job and obviously getting ready for Christmas as well. Which we are mm. ahead, ahead of the game, literally ahead of the game. As in, we've wrapped pretty much every present the treat is up and just got a oh, few more presents to that's good yeah so we're ahead of the game so just keep doing sorting out Christmas now is I would say for me it's put me in more of a positive mindset and just gets your mind on certain things as well it's something to look forward to and I think that's probably the best thing that's going to happen this year so far so yeah. other than that everything's good I'm glad all of us are on for it's took a while for everyone to get on the same podcast but I'm glad everybody's here so it's good to hear everybody
0: yeah no no I agree I think it's, uh, it's a good point I think you know like with the kind of lockdown it gives you that time to kind of think and focus and that space you know like I said focus on Christmas and you know get the things you need to do done
3: well yeah exactly just focus on what you actually need to do in fact obviously we've just got a new house as well because obviously certain situations earlier this year has made us get a house earlier than we expected uh, so it's just more housework for us and just making sure we get up this to where we want it to be and then obviously focusing on Christmas in the next few weeks so mm. it's all good
0: Yeah, no, that's great. You know, I think you know things will all work out in time. Um, Like Lewis, have you got you? uh, you, How's your How's things going on your side, Lewis? Um, I think during
4: the lockdown, I've been doing me sort of my music and stuff, and just been experimenting with different sounds, really. Um, And of course, always looking positive because you know because that's the best thing that you can do. Um, And yeah, really just an echo from everything that's been told already. So,
2: Have you had more time to do your music in in lockdown Lewis or has it been pretty Uh, much the same?
4: It's been pretty much the same. Um, So I've been working on different sorts of styles um, and just experimenting with with different sounds. Have you had any progression with uh, it at all?
3: Any any people talking to you outside, looking in, helping you out with your music at all or?
4: Um, Not at the minute, because that still uh, stays the same at the minute. But I'm Mm. willing to do whatever it takes to take it up to that next level. Yeah. Again, so, yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. And um, just keep progressing with it. Absolutely. And for me, personally, that's the only thing that's kept me going. Right, this coronavirus uh, pandemic stuff, you know, so like I said, you've always got to have that positive state of mind and uh, just keep on doing what you're doing and, yeah, keep keep
0: grafting. that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, um, yep. is, is there any kind of, like, new music you've been working on? Like, I saw you doing, like, some kind of drum and bass kind of style stuff.
4: Yeah, um, I've been doing a lot of... Um, just been trying to do uh, new stuff. as in, for example, Progressive House. Um. Mm. That's a tough cookie to crack, but I'm willing to do what it takes because, obviously, you know, as a music producer and a, you know, singer songwriter as well, um, you always want to sort of progress onto. Well, for me personally, but you want to progress onto different styles and genres you want to produce. So, for me, my main one was, well, still is deep house, um, and then obviously, I want to move into bass house, um, funk. <laughs> All that kind of jazz, and uh, yeah, just just to keep going with that,
0: really. Yeah, nice, no, decent. You could always move, work on new, the new music uh, soon. Could always work on the new James Bond soundtrack, you know.
4: Mm. Of course.
0: Would <laughs> <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> yeah. do, do people, does anyone think that this kind of whole lockdowns kind of changed them in any way, or kind of changed like your perspective on things? About what what are people taking taken from it.
1: Um, the only thing that has changed within my perception is not individual, because I've always I've always like took solace in my own company and I don't mind it, to be honest. Um I've always had creative outlets, and this one made me endeavour to pursue that more. So on that front, positives, but it's just giving me more of a scale of like the stratification within society as a whole. So for instance, I don't know if you notice, but in terms of um sort of I would, say, I would say to an extent of civil unrest, because of course you had Black Lives Matter, you had uh, people taking political stances uh, on both sides. Um, also, there's a lot of things within the media. Uh, for instance, uh, one thing I'm referring to, which I find idiotic, is the latest Saints Reserve debacle, where people have essentially made themselves offended over something, you know, which is something so benign, something not bad, because a black family was presenting themselves on the TV and I thought it just makes you, it makes you lose stock within society. It makes, gives you a perception that essentially people are morons, but at the same time it also gives you hope and if you see are people out there offering support, like for instance um, just, just looking this month, it is Men's Mental Health Month and just looking how many, you know, charities are out there, how, and also with the school dinners and uh, being, Essentially, stopped during half term. You've had famous footballers, celebrities, other NGOs come up and offer their support. So, essentially, it feels like there's a lot of fracturing within society, but at the same time, is almost people, I would say, um, as a phrase, people putting a bandaid over those fractures, stopping it temporarily. However, it just has brought forth a lot of questions for a lot yeah. of us. So I think a lot of people have got their own mindset and how uh, the government have handled it. Um, I'm just going to leave it with one sentence. All we need to think about is the amount of u turns that Boris has done. So I don't know what other people's thoughts on that because I'm very confused. It's convoluted times. I don't even know if I can go out and see my girlfriend and meet her on a bench. I'm not George Michael. I'm not going to be up to any old, (laughs) you know, dazzling antics. But at the same time, I just want to see my other half. Like yeah. she's not a pen pal in Azerbaijan. She lives in Stoke. I live in Nottingham. So yeah, it's ridiculous. I think oh, I think
4: yeah. Boris. Uh, that, yeah, it's a bit of a distance, isn't it? Sorry, Tom. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a distance, isn't it?
1: No, no, <laughs> it's not. Got <laughs> to train.
2: <laughs> it's not that far. It's about an hour away, tops.
0: It's not far at all. <laughs> so what were you going to say, Chesh? Uh,
2: I, I I was just going to say, I think. It's it's an unprecedented time, and I think Boris is actually doing what what I believe is is the best he can. Um, he's been thrown into this situation headfirst after winning the landslide mm. victory. Some things are confusing, yeah, but we've never been faced with anything like this in in our lifetime, at least. Um, so of course things aren't going to go smoothly, but we've all just got to do our part, um, get our head down, get on with it. Bite the bullet. You know that that R rate number has been coming down. I heard on the news yesterday, which is good, which means you know the likelihood of us coming out of lockdown on the second of December. You know that that's the chance that's greatly increased, which is good. We've all just got to keep mm. at it. Um, I, I don't think necessarily Boris is to blame. Is I think he's doing the best he can with, with mm. you know the, the information he's got.
4: I think the thing that I've learnt throughout all of this is to be patient patient level is um, quite good now.
0: Mm. No, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think, like, with, you know, the situation... You find out that... Yeah. No, I need to continue. It's fine.
4: Yeah, you find out that you're more patient in life with people, with everything, really. Uh, Sorry, yeah. You were going to say something, Adam?
0: No, I was just going to, you know, kind of relate back on what everyone else said and what you said. I think, like, mm. the current situation, like, you know, um, there's a lot happening in the world, uh, you know, the mm. politics and Black Lives Matter and these kind of different things. And I think, like, you're always, gonna, you're always going to get people have their own <clears> opinion. <throat> you're going to have someone say, oh, yeah. I don't agree, and some people are going to agree with different things. Uh, but I think, you know, Boris Johnson, you know, he's dealing with it, you know, as he can, you know, because, like, no no, no, prime minister's kind of, you know, being thrown into this scenario. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't like to, you know, be running the country you know, during this, you know, a lot of stress, but...
3: I don't think many think people he, would, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and I think he's, he's doing okay. I mean, some of the things he's outlined have been pretty complex and, and confusing, like Josh was saying, can he even see his girlfriend? You know, she lives an hour mm-hmm. can You social distance and meet on the bench, like... A lot, a lot, some, a lot of the things that haven't been clear, um, you know, go to work if you can, but don't go to work. It's like, you know, you like work from home. Uh, some of the uh, rules that yeah. have been brought in
3: place, it should have been brought in a lot earlier than it should be That like now. Yeah. So this, it, anything, some of the rules that have been set in place now, if they were brought in earlier this year, this could have prevented a second lockdown, in my opinion, personally,
2: because it's, just, yeah. it's
3: been left too late. I think we're all, we're all having to happen.
2: make small sacrifices, aren't we, here and there. Yeah, of course we are. But it's, it's to ensure that, you know, we can come out of that lockdown and, and we're doing the best we can. Um, so yeah, we're, we're all having no, to I, make Yeah, sacrifices. I, I do
3: agree with what Boris has done, but like like Adam said, in certain situ uh, like certain rules he's made, the it could have been said and could have been dealt with a lot earlier and it like say it could have prevented a second lockdown and it could have saved a lot more businesses in a whole, I would say, and obviously make the country in a better place than it actually is now. But, obviously, we're not in the driver's seat with this, so we can only comment and speculate because, obviously, Boris is
0: dealing with it head on.
1: Can I add I on think, that, Liam? Sorry. sorry,
0: if you don't. Well, oh, the yeah. latest... You, to... Sorry, wait, wait, Josh, you, know, wait you, Josh, you go first, Josh,
1: you go first. So, yeah, sorry, um, so, yeah, you mentioned That's regarding yeah,
0: fine. <laughs> essentially how uh, it was yeah, like, related
1: in terms of Boris's response. Like, I don't know whether yeah. you guys know, but I, thought this, I think this guy's an absolute dingleberry. And I don't yeah. think he's handled it well. Like, for instance, you know, the airport was still open like, in the last lockdown, like four, five months in. Like, oh, we're just closing airports. I'm like, you what, mate? Like, obviously, that's a factor for diseases right there. And another thing would know, have absolutely flopped on to a crazy degree is in terms of um, calculating the numbers of uh, COVID patients. Yeah. So, for one... Um, i know what they did do is uh, they miscalculated they, they put it on a spreadsheet like christ like i do a basic data analyst job and i use um, um you know spreadsheets and powerpoint i want to think top government official bodies that are basically endorsed by millions lost a spreadsheet like that's idiotic that's what happens when you basically miss out your deadline for university um another um, stupid thing um, which i have believe they've done is in terms of calculating it like me, Tom and Adam, and also Liam, we've had this conversation in the past. Like, for instance, you could die of a bad sneeze, COVID, or you could get involved yeah. in like a car crash, COVID, because yeah. you initially yeah. had it, put that as a cause of death. And also even nurses are respiratory wards, because I've worked at King's Mill before, and it's hard to decipher what the actual ailment is, because um, cardiovascular systems, is hard to pinpoint it down. So just of ease, for paperwork, and trust me, the paperwork is extensive, they just put COVID. And do you, I don't know what your guys thought, but just leading on that, what's your thoughts on how flu cases are going down, but COVID cases are going up? Do you think they've done just that and they've uh, miscalculated again?
3: Yeah, they've miscalculated the start of the year when they first started. And half of the hospital, well, doctors, hospitals, all the nightingale wards, all them, the the numbers there's hardly anybody in there because all of them are actually going into the major hospitals and that's what the the nightingale hospitals are that's what they're there for to obviously help treat obviously the covid patients but everything's been exaggerated and that's why i've halfway through this lockdown i just lost hope with it to be honest because i've just been as a pack of lies and it can't be that contagious surely but obviously it just depends
1: What's your missus said, Liam? Sure, your missus' uh learning this is nurse and obviously she won't
3: uh, to cancer. Well, yeah, I've got family all over in the nurse I've My mom's a nurse, my auntie's a nurse. I've like I said, my auntie's a nurse in Wales and she's she says half of the figures that have been uh, presented to everybody is a lie. Because half of like the hospitals, there's I've got hardly any patients in. But then if that's the case, why is everybody else suffering from other people's slight mistakes? You know what I mean? Because obviously, so obviously, everyone's not following the rules. But why is everybody else suffering for people's mistakes? You know what I mean? So obviously, take, obviously vulnerable people, elderly, all them—that's the priority. That's the priority because obviously they're more—they're the ones that are going to obviously be affected the most. But surely, in my mind, if that's the case, why didn't everybody else get on with their lives? And just carry on and then obviously and that's the case and businesses that have shot uh, been shut down or lost money why can't they just reopen and obviously it would just save this country in a way but i,
0: I was having a zoom call with a guy who um he was saying that in swedes in sweden and switzerland they kept everything going and everything open and they just said you know for people who've got health problems or who are older stay at home keep everything yes. going and then the people who haven't got any issues or younger can go out. and, You know what I mean? Do what they got to do, and, and exactly their live their normal statistics life. Statistics have, have been exactly the same as everyone else's. Exactly. Yeah, that's. It. And I think,
2: he, I think perfectly healthy people shouldn't be sort of penalised to an extent where they're told no. to stay at home no. because some some people are more vulnerable. The vulnerable people should stay at home, and the younger yep. people should. Well, not, not necessarily younger people, but the more healthy people, those less prone to catching COVID or yep. suffering from it, should be able to go out and lead you know, <laughs> relatively normal lives. The economy yeah. would be in a much better way if that, if that
3: was the case. Yeah, but if the normal people even got, like say COVID, for example, then they'd self-isolate for two weeks and then obviously wait for the positive mm. test to come back. That's the only way they should be staying at home and everybody else, like you said, Tom, would just lead a normal life and just get everything get back to normal that's the only way it's going to happen otherwise it's just going to go be in a continuous circle people are going to be made redundant people are going to lose money and the country is just going to go into shit even more and the Boris is going to be like trying to make some bullshit excuse and say
4: skyrocket yeah I think for next year we've always got to look on the bright side I know things don't seem to be going well but that said I do think next year will be a better year does anyone else agree with that?
2: yeah well, can can't be as bad it, oh. yeah, it can't be as any bad it can't be worse than can it
4: yeah
1: no John Connery died this year man like, how bad can it get like oh, if goodness. Ozzy Osbourne passes oh. away or Morrissey it would be well pissed off my like, crying. take some crap like take someone like single Crazy Spice you know what I mean don't take mm. Rock Legends mm. that's
4: just that, me I don't know why
1: I did that little bit Favourite bomb <laughs> for me as well
4: that was sorry Sean Connery was my favorite Bond, without a shadow of a
1: doubt. Was he? Oh, yes, i have done it. Yeah. Ooh. Sean- I think, think yeah, current on. one, Daniel Craig, is my favorite. I like Pierce Brosnan because he reminded me of my uncle. He <laughs> 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 didn't seem like a super spy with his big rectangular Lego head, but still, <laughs> I thought it was cool. Everyone, who, about you guys, light, light topic, right? Who um, remembers GoldenEye and Nintendo 64? What an epic game! Oh, yeah. man. That was a yeah. legendary game. That, game. game. that got was... me into gaming. Who do you spell? I was playing knickknacks. It was a little shit. I was just. Balls and balls <laughs> and hit me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to punch you in the knee. Yeah, take that. Take that super spy. Yeah, you think you'll be going to gun? Go I'm just going to punch you in your femur.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I damn. think that that's like really expensive now if you're going to buy that on the N64. It's worth it. I, 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 I love playing as odd job and running around with my hand, killing people with my hand.
2: What, a Nightfire? Uh, oh, I'm getting confused now. Yeah, not Golden Knight, Knight on the PS2. Sure. Nintendo 64 yeah, was the it's, really it's, old it's one.
1: What's game called?
4: Uh, Nightfire, wasn't it? Nightfire <laughs> is where you with <laughs> odd job and you have the and your Frisbee is hot, <laughs> don't you?
3: And kill people in one shot. Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Ooh, Quality game yeah, that nice. And the
1: old Half Life as well, a multiplayer. Half Life's yeah. Month. Oh, God. And time splitters. Those, yeah, like like you said, they are going up in price, but there's like a thing now because. Like the reason why I, like went on to this topic wasn't random. A lot of it now is um changes in the market have uh, taken place. So it was just more entertainment. Like the entertainment yeah. industry, skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, old school games. I know game has had a few, um, old school games sort of seminar sort of things. Um the selling like Game Boy colours that are like a hundred squids because they've got a backlight on it. Uh, but I know um I know games weren't sharp, like is someone give me guess how much the stocks have gone up during lockdown? Bearing in mind Henry Cavill from The Witcher also endorses it. Do you think it's gone up by 100% or more? Let's,
2: let's have a look I would say more.
1: thousand I'd say
0: more. Really?
1: A thousand percent. And literally, it's going for shit shitloads because basically, it used to be Warhammer, it used to be those people who had BO and um, probably hairs and their lips, you know, looking like slug people. Just <laughs> Just in the background. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> obviously now it's more socially acceptable. That was the misconception of the image. Mm. But now it's like, yeah, Henry Cavill plays Witcher and like loads of other legendary people are doing it. So yeah, it's gone cool. It's cool to be a geek. Christ, I bet they're loving it. Yeah, I bet this the is their has gone
2: by about $40 a share since May from what I'm looking at, just briefly. So yeah, it looks like it's gone up. But the game games developers are cashing in. Like last year, Call of Duty cost about fifty-five pound. This year, it's sixty-five pound. Like, what's sixty-five? Up with that? Yeah, the,
0: for the new it's got Call eight Duty, multiplayer It's recycled.
2: It's recycled crap. Eight.
4: Yeah, eight multiplayer uh, multiplayer map. Sorry, uh, and one zombie map. And the campaign I've heard that's really really short.
2: Oh god, I'm just waiting for so the new world so I'm but just going to wait for it. They're just, just
4: overhyped. Cod, to be honest, Call of Duty.
3: It's, oh, it's it's just the same game but they've just slightly tweaked it with different maps but it's just the
2: same principle over and over again they don't need me, me and Madden are waiting for uh well i haven't actually supposed about by it, but i'm sure he's waiting for the new Order scrolls That is going to be
1: bad yeah but haven't microsoft bought on bethesda
2: yeah man that's it so i'm going to get the new xbox because i probably you'll probably get early release with it and more content stuff like oh, that yeah,
1: got god of war and uncharted and all them bad ball games and death stranding
2: yeah, that's it, and they bought the rights to Fallout as well. So, obviously, for fans of Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, and Fallout like me, switching to Xbox is probably the better choice moving forward. I, right,
1: I um, disagree. What, what was that? like you played, Josh? Fallout Six.
2: Uh, I, I played it for a bit, but it was quite boring. It was lagging, it, it
1: was about as exciting as a lesbian without a tongue because it wasn't too good.
2: <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Madeleine>. <laughs> <laughs> On a lighter topic, uh, what's um, everybody's favorite game that they're playing right now?
3: Watchdogs, hmm. Watch watchdogs. My, my opinion is the game of the year, but I've played
2: it's the best game that's come out this year 100%. Okay, Tom. Uh, I've not been playing much recently but I've just got back into Killzone nice
0: Adam um, I've been playing uh, Last of Us 2 it's pretty good graphics pretty minute on that pretty good story yeah
4: uh, Yeah. no comment best game, game ever like I have it. to say best game ever <laughs> <laughs> no um, Josh
1: uh, sorry last sorry I didn't the old say the Republic like the old old yeah. one on Xbox I just played the second one completely last night Dated graphics, nice. but it's sick.
0: It is really good. Yeah, no, some of the old games are really good. I, I'd much. go on uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Not Star Wars Battlefront. Star Wars Bounty Hunter on the PS2. Oh, classic. Oh, quality. I love
3: that game. We've got those games, those old Star Wars games, on sale at the minute. So There's only like three or four quid, The obviously the Jedi Starfighter one and the Bounty Hunter one as well.
0: Nice. Yeah. The games. I think games are great, and I think like... They, they're kind of timeless and you can kind of see how games have progressed and I think during the whole lockdown thing, P- I see I see that prices have risen in, in purchasing, you know, like PS4s and things like that like during lockdown because people, you know, at home wanted to play them.
2: It keeps them occupied, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's capitalism at its finest. It's just these big corporations cashing in on the epidemic. They know there's more of a market now because of, of lockdown so they're suddenly upping the prices But no one really cares because it's only a matter of a few quid. So they're buying it anyway. Um, Mm. So, yeah, that's probably why the prices have gone up on games.
0: There's something else coming in as well. Sorry.
1: I was going to say, in terms of quality, like we all know one game that's been delayed more than anything else, which would be sick, is the new Cyberpunk. That was supposed to come out, I think it was early spring, delayed September, delayed again. Mm. I'm not quite sure whether it's out or not, but that game is supposed to be epic. And the CD Project Red, they actually do good fun service and like, you know, you Ubisoft, your EA, whatever. There's many, many to list, but I can't think of any right now. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, the was... one I'm looking forward to. Sorry, Adam. No, no, you can't. Okay.
4: Um Far Cry Six. That's coming out soon. I'll wait. Uh I think the release date on that's been delayed a little bit, but nonetheless, I'm still looking forward to it. Should be a good one. That should be. Mm. Always
2: look for Far Cry series. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to be all over uh, Far Cry. You know, if if there's if mm. there's a co-op mode, me me and you will definitely get on that. Yeah,
4: definitely. I mean, I think normally there's always a co-op mode, isn't there? Normally on Far Cry. Normally there is, isn't there? Normally,
2: but yeah, uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Good times.
1: So do you think this lockdown, because I know it was uh, the case within the 70s with the punk music, like with times of austerity, it becomes more of a creative outlet, so there's better forms of media. So this can stretch to anything, this can stretch as far to like TV shows, to music. So would you say now, uh, because it's a strange dynamic, uh, musicians can't really mock themselves as effectively because they're not touring, however do you think that's going to be a hindrance or is it a case where they have to adapt like what's that artist that um please um is it joey is it joey but no what's his name you know the guy that was on um Fortnite, um known as cactus kit oh gosh his name escapes I don't, me I don't know his name. hip-hop artist uh i'll get I know there's I'll, a lot I'll of people who play, play jump in and be like oh is this guy but yeah uh, basically he's been doing um tools um on video games and stuff like that and it's got a massive media um flowing and going his way so it's just people being more adaptable but at the same time um one thing one light at the end of the tunnel i've not seen x factor anywhere so i'm hoping it's not gonna be another mundane um x factor christmas number one hopefully be rage against the machine again that's my hopes
0: yeah i think I think with the whole situation, I mean, there's, there's, like I said it before and I'll say it again, like there's definitely a Great, silver Travis Scott, Travis Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, 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 definitely, there's definitely a silver lining to the whole situation. And I think, you know, we're especially, we're lucky and fortunate to have the internet. And that, you know, if you, if you enjoy gaming or if you enjoy podcasting or if you enjoy music or if you're creative, you know, you can do videos of it, put it on TikTok. TikTok's pretty, you know, massive now you know, whatever it is, just just document it and put it out there. You just don't know. I mean, if that guy in America can ride on a skateboard drinking ocean spray to that uh, Fleetwood Mac song and it blows up, you know, you you just kind of like, you know, one video away from it blowing up. So, I mean, it's just a matter of putting it out there. But I think like, with the music artists, I saw like one of the people in the government said that people in that industry should look at doing other jobs. And I saw that Liam Gallagher, like, replied on Twitter and told him to, like, F off. Because obviously, you know, like I said, touring and music, you know, it's a bit of a difficult situation. But I think, you know, that if, if you're creative and you enjoy something, just do it and just practice it. Because, I mean, like, why not?
1: Yeah, and um, from essentially what one of the Gallagher brothers said, I believe nowadays music, media is much more poignant than uh, political um, speeches and also politics itself. Because, for instance... Um, a lot of people actually listen to lyrics, have their own interpretation and see, and basically envision themselves in, in the art issues. Mm-hmm. So music, even my experience during care. So for instance, there's one person, um, he had dementia. It was alcohol induced and he was um, an old school punk from the seventies. I noticed he had a sushi in the bunches uh, tattoo and I uh, spoke about that and he went straight in there and spoke about it. But if you talk to him about anything in modern day, he wouldn't get the grasp. So music has a lot of prevalence within it. And also, there's cert- there's trying to be certain censorships towards music, which ultimately failed. Like, this has started since the 80s. I think it was uh, Reagan's... Um, I, forgot, I forgot her name, but it was uh, Reagan's wife. And she did that parental advisory thing. And it just ended up where kids saw parent advisory stickers slapped on their music and, like... Do I want some like horrible NSYNC sort of music um, or some <laughs> droll um, what you call it, Justin Bieber crap? No, I want the one where they um, where it says Cannibal Corpse uh, as, um, as the artist. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, want, I want some crazy mental music. So yeah, basically it has a lot to play, music. And, um, and also it's like a modern day muse to people. Like for instance, I don't know about you guys. So when you're working, when you're feeling crap, um, whatever situation it is, whenever when we with partners or whatever, music has some semblance and you can relate music or media to certain times. Whereas, for instance, um, when you think politics, don't, politicians, in fact, don't inspire hope. Like, for instance, look at Jeremy Corbyn. He looks like obi wan scrotum um, with um, crap tacky suits. And um, basically, he tries to go, oh, yeah, we're getting this for free, getting this. But it's all full size. And then you got Boris, who um, unfortunately looks like a disheveled sanitary product. And um, he's not inspiring much hope in the young generation at the moment. But, um, yeah, again, it's all up to in, in interpretation. I'll say there's no such thing as bad music. Um, basically, even crap music inspires racism. For instance, I mentioned Bieber then. Bieber elicits a negative response, but it is an emotional response. So it humanises yourself. And especially when we're in a situation where we're essentially locked within four walls and we could either not cope with it or we could cope with it so i think media has significantly helped and hence why what um the tories mentioned essentially change your job whatever i believe it's a load of uh, the old bollocks and they realize that essentially this music is a counter movement towards them and they see it as a threat and that's why they're posting such things because right. um, of their own in in, mm. in you know in short shortcomings and all that sort of stuff so yeah I, I believe it's a load of crap um and i believe it inspires others and that's why i believe lewis Considering what you're doing with your music and then continuing the podcast because if one person listens to it and even if it just hits that one person and it changes the day gives them a bit of humor uh, whatever emotion it is, or whether it gives them a bit of self-reflection, that you've achieved a goal as a musician or a media creator. And that's that's my belief in it, and i have always had them beliefs since day one. Absolutely. I and mean, do you know when that day happens? I'll take it all to Barbados. Let's have a drink. Hey! <laughs> lockdown permit. Let's have a drink. Yeah, lockdown permit. Let's permitting. have a drink. <laughs>
4: <laughs> because seriously i think we all need one and need to get together at some point <laughs> and oh, I, uh, <laughs> I know and and have and, that and drink and uh and just like old times really so yeah definitely when okay. I mean, all this is all sort of blown over
0: I, I agree with what you mean and i think like music unites people you music can kind of change your emotional state of how you're feeling like you you put on like a decent song, like I, I I I've been listening to like a lot of like 1950s music and like a bit of rock music and lots of different things, and like um, some of the old like Jimi Hendrix music, like old school. It just kind of takes you to a place sometimes. Like you put on a decent tune, like decent song, um, you know, it kind of makes you feel good. It kind of you know takes you somewhere sometimes. And I think music brings people together. And I think like you know this whole kind of lockdown, people are being you know, listen to certain music, you know, exploring different things, um, you know, and I think the government, you know, they don't, they always kind of put a lot of negativity out there, and I think, like, you've got to be aware of how much news you take in, and when you look at the news, um, you know, when your energy's going, so I think, like, you can't control the news, you can't control COVID, you can't control, you know, the weather, you know, that's out of our control, and you have to kind of focus on the things you can control, I think that's something I've learned, and, um, you know, Dino, Uh, Lewis mentioned about patience you know Mm. I think with podcasting I've learned about patience you know the process Um, but I think you know in this time it is quite self-reflective I mean you have you have a choice at the end of the day what you choose to think and do and you know you know where your energy goes like you're you're going to focus on the news you're not going to feel completely great if you're always focusing on negative things I think you have to pay attention to it but you know just don't consume it too much and just do the things that you enjoy and you know spend time with people that you know you can relate to you know your friends you know i think you just got to do that
1: it's so i agree and a lot of emotions come out of this that like you said one of it is learning patience but in, the po- in that process obviously you're going to have some semblance of anger um so that's why a lot of people are feeling low within this time it's inevitable um, this time of year a lot of people are facing redundancy and also with like the uncertainty of what's happening there's anger but anger in itself is not necessarily a negative emotion anger if it could be channeled if it could be redirected is a powerful powerful um, em- 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 emotional response so if you channel that in a positive manner so for instance if you focus on inequalities and act upon that and get people to focalise on your course and what you want. Or even better, channel that anger and could be creative like that. Could be whatever. Could be working on yourself. For instance, don't say much. It could be like cooking. You could be like, I'm angry. I'm going be to beat two shades of crap out of dough. You feel better. So it's just essentially people saying, you're angry. Understandable. Everyone feels that. You're pissed off regardless. But it's knowing how to channel that, it's knowing how to work that. And if it's a case where you're feeling lonely, this during COVID-19 is created new opportunities, such as this podcast, where we've all been able to get together and essentially beat off each other and um, just share ideals. So, so yeah, um, I believe there's always a silver lining. There's always a positive, but it's how you interpret it. And it's how you basically channel yourself and, you know, express your emotions within a positive
0: manner so that's yeah well, that's, yeah, yeah 100% yeah. agree with that yeah yeah that's it think, anyone, yeah. anyone else want to achieve sure like, anything to that, no. No, like, turn,
2: why was, that was, to constructive yeah. um some, something constructive to do like I've, I've been i've been walking a lot more because obviously i live right next to Ambernate reserve now so you know if if i'm feeling whatever then i can just go literally for a walk right round, round there which is so cool around the lakes so and that's brunette reserve which is really good it close um, your head a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is a lot of anger, like like medlin said, but you know, I th- I think it's misplaced anger. It shouldn't be directed towards government. They're trying to do what they can uh, to, mm. to 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 help us all. Um And yeah, I I just I don't think screaming at Boris is really going to do anything.
3: No, that's why I don't listen to any of the news because it likes it. Everyone just talks negative, negative groups You've got group work. Uh, chats on WhatsApp, that it's all just negative bullshit, and that I've just muted every yeah. single one of them because I just can't be asked for it. You know where everybody's at. You know where everyone's situation. Everybody's dealing with it in certain ways. It's like Madden says, it's just how you deal with it to move yeah. forward and make it make it better for you as a person and for everybody around you as well. it like uh, Exactly because if if you bring negative shit into your home or your family or your life, it spills over to other people, and I don't want to i'm one of those people i don't like like bringing like if i finish work i leave my work my work side out and my personal life away to keep them split apart so i don't want to bring negative shit if i've had a shit day at work i shut straight off if someone says to me oh how was work today i don't say anything i'll say yeah it was all right so i don't want to bring that negative shit into the house because i want to just split that apart
2: from, my, it it my goes back to the old saying where you don't want to take your work home, but for, for a lot of us who are working from home, it's it's kind of difficult, isn't it? But yeah, um, yeah you, you do you do really have to learn how to to, to manage it and yeah. keep, keep everything cool. But um, yeah, yeah I not it, it literally... it
3: doesn't, it doesn't, Sorry, it doesn't happen overnight, though. Like I say, it does take time, and you, you find your way of dealing with certain things. And obviously, like you say, it could be with walking, it could be with music, it could be with cooking, it could be with anything. And you've just got to find that that twitch that's going to make you go the right direction make you be happier as you can be
0: yeah that's it man yeah sports cards
3: oh yeah sports cards yeah that's that was the new craze that was the uh, start of lockdown just obsessed with bloody basketball cards ice hockey cards but then the prices of them are just getting ridiculous and then some people and you see watch videos of people getting cards sent back to them when they've been graded and they're either misprinted or they're broken and they're spending like hundreds and hundreds of pounds and it it's kind of lost its novelty a little bit now. So, Go
1: comics again?
3: We co- well, yeah, like you spending like 60 quid in Oxfam and just uh, graphic novels, <laughs> which
1: no, you've never Oxfam. read, <laughs> but now, Um, I'm <laughs> I mean, for Christmas. Yeah. that's what I asked for. Sandman Omnibus, biggest one going, yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a very sad bastard Christmas
0: for probably Chris I Christmas mean, up the fire, yeah, mm. hear, Lewis. that's
4: right. Yeah, um, I was saying that, um, one thing that I've wanted to do throughout this lockdown process is to do better impressions as well. <laughs> and that? Uh, yeah, that, that I've been working on, in, you know, because I think, in you know, at the end of the day, I think
1: laughter um, brings out the best of people. Do one now, Lewis. Um, do one now? Yeah. You can't just make an announcement and say, I've been honing the skill and not pronounce it to the rest <laughs> of the podcast. Announce- uh, exactly.
2: Uh, it shows the words, Lewis. Yeah. Give a, a sneak preview for what, the listeners. What we mate? must do, we
4: must fight as a United <laughs> Kingdom. If your friends ask you to meet up, you should say, Fuck off. <laughs> Who the hell was that? Who
0: was that supposed to be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> as Ray Winstone had a diabetic stroke? <gasps>
4: No, no. <laughs> no, so I think that, you know what,
1: it's... Um, keep keep honing that skill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
4: know, you live and learn, don't you? You live and learn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I think I think your music is great, though, That's yeah. what you're doing. And I think, yeah, like, yeah. you've got a lot of potential in what you're doing. And I think you should just keep on doing that, because yeah. you might put something out there one day and it just pops off. Um yeah, yeah. When, when we, I'm is, sure
3: you're getting a lot of negative feedback from it as well, Dina. But like I said, you've just gotta oh, yeah. yeah, just gotta just channel that out, mate. Like I said, you get yeah. we we keep telling you to push it. You get people that like say out family friends or other people saying you need yeah. to stop and focus on something else. But if it's truly what you want to yeah. do and it what makes you oh, happy, yeah. then you've just gotta give it 110%, mate, and not give up. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean?
4: So, I mean yeah, I mean to be honest with you, um, when I left school, I, I know exactly what, what I wanted to do anyway. And to me, that's, um, that's a big one. That's that a big is, one to put into words. The thing in is as well. Because, yeah.
0: Sorry. No, you continue. No, sorry. You you, uh, you uh, carry on. I was going to say, like, you know, with your music and the fingers as well in life, like a lot of people are trying to figure out what, what it is they want to do, um, who mm. they are, and, you know, what job they want to go into or course. Mm. And, like, you know, the fingers... In your in the music side of things, or like you know, in that creative side, a lot of people who mm. aren't doing that aren't going to understand it. And I think a lot of the time, people, you know, have their own scripts of how, what they've been told to do and how to live. And I think, mm. like, you know, along the way, you're going to get those people saying, "Oh, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that?" But I think, yeah, you just carry on doing it, and it's kind of that's kind of part of the process, you know, to me, and that you're going to get. Mm criticism along the way, but just don't stop doing it if that's what yeah. you actually want to well, you, do. Your main
3: aim, mate, is literally just to prove them wrong. You get all the haters mm. and, just, and just say, fuck you guys, I'm going to smash out of the park and just prove them mm. wrong. And then they're going to yeah. read their own words.
4: Yeah, but I mean... And, and they're going to regret one... saying it. Yeah. But I mean, you, ha- you do have that occasional one bad day, but then obviously you pick up from that, and then you turn it into a positive. Exactly. And then but you then you if you have bad days, it, but then you, you can... Yeah, but if you get bad
3: days like that, you can branch off to other people like us, and say, mm. "Shit, I've had a bad day today." Can uh, you ask us for advice, and we mm. can give you our perspective, our opinion of it. Yeah. But then it just gives you like other ideas. You know what I mean? It just stops you feeling mm. getting down all the time, and it just puts mm. gotcha. you back in the positive side. But I mean, to do it, you mm. can do it yourself by all means. But like I mm. said, so if it just gets a bit yeah. too much, like with anybody, if stuff gets too much. I've always find Mm. better just to offload onto like you cloak your friends, your family, it just, yeah. Lightens the load a little bit and it just makes it easier to
4: think and easier just to keep going and moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Definitely. I mean, I think sometimes, you know, when I'm doing the music and something, you know, and people are trying to get in contact with me, uh, you know, sometimes I do feel a bit rude, but, uh, when I'm doing that, I'm just in the moment. It's like, well, that's it. (laughs) And, I I'm just in the moment, and it's just like um, there's nothing else basically that I really want to do, apart from that. So, and like you said, you know, just to keep going with it.
3: Exactly. Just keep just keep pushing forward, mate. Just like say, it, if you keep pushing, it, keep pushing, something will work out. And you'll like say you'll produce a song, you release it, and people will go absolutely crazy for it. It's it's biding the time and waiting for the right moment, and you'll smash it. Just keep going.
4: Thank you. With, with, Thank with you. that as
1: well, Lewis, you mentioned you had days where you feel crap. There's no such thing as failure. Like for instance, I've endeavoured to see a lot of things. I've done nursing. I've uh, thought yep. about a crazy about doing this, A, B, and C. Obviously, um, I stopped my nurse in my first year and didn't continue because of health reasons. Yep. However, um, okay. I there's no that's not necessarily a failure. It's a learning curve. So you, essentially, mm. you learn once you pursue something. It doesn't quite work out. Then you go, oh, okay. So this is how I'm going to approach a situation differently. Like the thing is, mm. um, with music, it is a niche profession. It's a case where there are going to be a lot of bumps on the road. Like, very acclaimed musicians that we have now, it was never the case yep. where they initially got it straight away. Because it is quite, like I said, it's very competitive market. And um, yeah, definitely. Because it is a niche market, you have to present that yourself. But at the same mm. time, um, I know with famous uh, musicians, they've always had that dream, but at the same time you have to um, sort of Gained the life life experience through it, and and they mm. worked some of the, the drollest sort of work, work. Like for instance, look at N doing basic pot washing, and um, Bob Dylan, yeah. um, he was doing what he was doing as well, working in factories, and quite mm-hmm. quite a lot of them. Um, e- even even the Gallagher brothers, like before, like they were essentially mm-hmm. bums, to be honest. But then before I saw this, I've got this mind, and um, if the world doesn't like yeah. it, screw him however if i Mm. do get these fans, if i do reach out to that one person like i mentioned earlier then that one person word of mouth will pass it on and pass it on so yeah it's just at this time and i believe what you're doing now with the podcast is great it's a marketing tactic Mm. to get it out there so it's just it's just more it's just more like your ability you've got no reason to have no confidence with it because your musical ability is profound it's really good and I can tell from listening to him every year, it keeps progressing and progressing. But I think another part of the musician side of it is showmanship. I believe you've got those yep. talents there. However, you haven't heard him. You, you're a bit worried within yourself. Like You're a bit, you're a bit yep. concerned. Like What will people think? I think mm-hmm. your pause is going, this music, I've written it myself. My concern isn't what other people think. It means something to me. And hopefully it'll mean mm. something to someone else up there. Exactly. So yeah, it's a very, it's a very brave mm. profession. Very brave profession. Mm. And you do have, um, mm. you have, do you have my admiration for going within it? But again, this time it's perfect. People um, haven't got much to see because they're essentially within the four walls, like I said. But their ears are open mm-hmm. and, um, to new things. So yeah, uh, this time is your opportunity to market, market like you've never before, I'll put your name out there because this could be a success story. It could. This could mm. truly be the making yeah, of man. you. So um, what you're doing now is great, but just keep cracking at it. Keep pushing up. Thank um, you. Keep pushing up that like, rock up that hill, man, and you'll smash it.
4: Thank you, Josh. Thank you very much for the, uh, for the advice. there. Uh, thank you. Uh, it means no a lot worries. there. Um, so, right, well, I really do appreciate that, so I'm going to keep on going with it. So uh, just push forward with it, definitely. But uh, yeah, thank, thanks very much for that. Thank you. We appreciate right. it.
0: No, I welcome. I mean, it's 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 consistency, isn't it? And the, you know, like mm. you know, getting uncomfortable, getting getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, and just Absolutely. pushing out your comfort zone that bit more, and just challenging yourself, and you know, trying mm. new things. Yeah, and
2: you, you, like you, you, sit, you get out what, yeah. what you put in, don't you? So, mm.
0: and you look at a lot of successful people who are musicians, actors, artists, and you look at the things you know that they were doing before you know, they got to where they are now. And the thing is, a lot of people Mm -hmm. just see the tip of the iceberg of the person where they are now. Like, people see Gary Vee giving these talks and everything and, you know, a massive skyscraper. And, like, you don't see all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, the years behind. You know, you look at... Mm -hmm. I I saw a video of Joe Rogan's podcast seven years ago. I think I sent it to Julian. And he's like... "It It looks so, like, crap. And he's... There's, like, a random guy sat on the couch in the background and there's some shitty projector on the wall. You know, he's kept on doing it, and he, you know, look where he is today, and it just shows you that kind of process. It's quite humbling when you look back at that because you can kind of see yourself in that process, you know, with that person where they are, and it's that process. But I think, you know, human beings were wired to, to be focused on the destination the whole time, we want to be getting things straight away, and it's all the kind of cracks in the road and that space in between where you grow. Do you know what I mean? Because you you'll see yourself in two, you know, you're not the same person making music that you were two years ago or three years ago. You know, you, you've shifted and evolved in how you, how you do it. You know, you're not going to be the same person in three years time and it, you know, it's, mm. it's all this build. And as long as you're just making that kind of taking that forward momentum, you know, that's it. That's, that's, yeah, with anything. that's with anything in life, anything in life. But, Absolutely, you you've got to try yeah. things out. you just got to try things out to find out what it is.
4: Mm. And just give it a try, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Also, this, how you measure success? Like, mm. each
1: person is different. They could be
4: just...
1: Yeah. It, it could be their property portfolio. It could be the amount of things that they've collected. It could be whatever. So, if you mm. have that thought, like, how do I uh, measure success? And it could be just, mm. like with myself, for instance, m- my, my background, healthcare. And even now, because um, I don't volunteer any abroad in Kenya and stuff, and mine is, is essentially creating, creating that network, uh, making people feel positive, and also humour. I like, I like to have a laugh, I like to have a crack. So that's why I measure my uh, success, is how I've helped mm. people along the way, which in turn helps myself, yeah. but everybody's why different. So for, you, for yourself, um, it could be something like, yeah, making my family proud uh, or mm. proven, Uh, Those negative haters, essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, this is what you said. Look at me now. However, I'm not Mm going to hold any animosity towards you because, Mm -hmm. essentially, I persevered through it. and Throughout all the doubts I had within myself, um, all the uh, oppressing forces that I had externalised around me, trying to get me off this pathway, um, I persevered through it. Yes, it wasn't uh, the best of times, However, I'm at a stage now where I've developed my stage. This is your self-fulfilling prophecy at the end, I imagine. Yep. Uh, once, yeah. Once yeah, yeah, you have done got it, it. like If someone out there is in the same position as me, having those self-doubts, yep. my music, yep. I'm going to be their muse and inspiring to progress through it too. So within mm. that, catch 20, well, not catch 22, I not know the word, but you've essentially harbored your two goals there. So you're having, mm. creating positivity out there within the world and also proving doubt is wrong which in turn, it goes full circle and you could help inspire someone else. So yeah, that's why I'm going back to it again. There's no such thing as failure. There's learning curves. And you're progressing yeah, from that. Right. You could yeah. essentially yeah. detract from people going through that same route or at the same time, mm. that route was personal to you and made you who you, what mm. you are. Like For instance, Ozzy mm. Osbourne, he worked in the Abattoir. He worked in the slaughterhouse before he's mm. this Prince of Darkness, crazy rock star. And then he got sent mm. in prison because he was the most worst thief. Like, a little brummy guy uh, went to steal a TV from a shop. The dickhead didn't put um, literally had his thumbs exposed wearing gloves. So fingerprints are all over the crime scene. But then obviously he became the amazing musician he is now. And he's still humble. So yeah, that could be you. Why not? That could be mm. yourself. You yeah, she's got going out going to steal
2: TV, though, obviously... <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's, <in the> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, it's, it's
2: happened to me twice now where i've been yeah. offered stolen tvs i was at petrol station this guy in a van just randomly pulls up next to me winds down his window and goes you would you want a tv mate i was like uh I, I, i've got two already i don't need another one thank you and he's like proper cheap mate and i was like no i'm okay and he told me he's <laughs> He, uh, yeah, this was at petrol station on the motorway. Yeah, he told me he's an Amazon delivery driver and he took a bunch of TVs. He had to get rid of them whilst but before his employer i Amazon found out. Um but yeah, that's that that's that's one one way to do it. My sort of man. I
4: have yeah. the same thing as well, Tom. I had the same thing. Somebody screeched up to me and says, Do you want to buy a TV, mate?
0: <laughs> you want to see it, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> if you could nah, have said I'm, I'm yes, good. they would have probably opened up the back and thrown you in the back and sold you on the dark web or something Yeah, like probably. That. Never you'd, be
2: you'd be taken to Azerbaijan, Lewis. Yeah, be like taken. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I had a guy the other day. Um, he looked like the sea lion, but from um, Latvia. Like, I just I saw <laughs> him. He had, we had oh, you know his woolly ear hats that only homeless people have or um, yeah. um, college nah. bums. Like, he literally came up to me. And I was speaking to Adam at the time, and I just saw him. I saw him coming up like penfold with psoriasis. So I'm like, oh, how can I help you? Do you want to buy some, do you want to buy <laughs> some duty flea tobacco? Uh, no prick, go away. And then walked off. And then he just got oh, out his you. tinny and just carried on drinking. I'm like, yeah, there we go. There we go, Boris. There signs of new job activity, selling fake backends, having the kind of tenants on the park bench. Beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: I tell you a funny story my um my dad was in town uh once when I was like little and uh, there was these people selling stuff in the town square and um uh, like like a like a like an auction kind of thing and uh, my dad bought like a boombox stereo you know back in the early 2000s not like late 90s and um he brought it home i think he bought it for like 60 quid and it wouldn't play or turn on and my dad opened it there's no wires in it it took all the wires out weird. I know. But no, are you wouldn't you I mean you can't trust people like that can you? I mean like how can you trust a random stranger saying do you want to buy a television?
2: Yeah, because I mean for for all I know, because he actually showed me all the TVs like he opened up the back of the van. I, I went I went along with it for 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 like a few minutes. And he opened up the back of the van all the TVs they weren't in boxes, they were just wrapped in plastic with a sticker on the front that said a price. I was like hmm and uh I, I bet you, if I did buy one, it wasn't cheap. By the way, like he wasn't offering big discount. Um I reckon if I plugged it in, like it wouldn't work. It, it, it would probably been, explode.
3: Like, he probably rigged
2: it. I'll Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's probably got COVID and he's like sneezed on it or something. Um <laughs> But uh, no, so yeah, just just ignore those guys. Uh, only only say hello, like, and take on the deal when offering
1: sexual favors. and That's what you need to do, all right, Lewis. <laughs> So, so it comes oh, up to it's you. Great these. advice,
3: advice of the day, mate. <laughs>
1: it's great, great advice. This is the highlight. Not here, then. For your edge, just say yeah. Just go, go, with it. Like you're probably better. Carrots, be the best mate. One you ever. see in the dark. <laughs> but, yeah, being a lovely little cock bumble Keep, keep, keep your woody warm during this um, horrible winter months. <laughs> anyway, guys, <laughs> so you right, you right. I, need to, I need to go to my brother's array. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. My brother's birthday. That no, was so, yeah, great. great. day guys. Thanks. It's great. No,
2: no,
0: you're welcome. It's great. It's great to to you guys again. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice pleasure, guys. It's been good, man. Yeah, it. yeah, that was awesome. Bye.
2: Bye. Okay, that Josh, that Josh, That's Josh Yeah, call. Are we are we gonna are we gonna right, put it here?
0: Yeah, all right. I'll put I'll, I'll stop it here now. But nice, no, been yeah. good uh talking to you guys. Yeah, always yeah, pleasure,
2: guys. Great. Lovely. Yeah. Ne-, ne next one we'll do we'll do video. Yeah, um, got it. Adam, got it.
0: Hi there. I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I'm offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at Positivity 94 So if you're interested in having a consultation and, you know, you're at a place in your life where, you know, you're wanting to reach out for help, um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you. Um, Have a great day and um, all the best. Take care.